Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers, get a $25 prepaid Visa card when you get any Napa automotive battery. It's the best deal for some of the best batteries from some of the best car people around. But we might be a little partial. Anywho, pick up any Napa automotive battery and save 25 bucks. Do it yourself or have it done for you. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores and Napa Auto Care centers. While supplies last, offer ends 831 when was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Sheet Radio. I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com, Editor-in-Chief Ryan Satin. Here, as always, with my co-host, Jamie Iovine. Hey, everybody, at Radio and, Land. Ooh, is it Radio like Podcast Land? Pod, uh, in, I don't know. The digital ether. Out in the world. Wayne's World 2? That's a reference I did get right yeah. there. Um, also with us, as all, well, as most of the time, both you guys, you guys weren't here last week, but most, as always, usually, Elijah Bates. Yeah, pleasure to be here, mateys. Oh, man. I don't think we've had Sailor Vince in a long time on the no. show. Well, that was just me. That's yeah. just my heart. That's just, that's just you saying hi to people. Who yeah. did we say... That he would be like fuck. We were talking about this. If if Eli was uh, if so who did we say? Uh, I, this is blanking me right now. Hold and on. Who would, who would I be thought. as an old man or as a, as a wrestler? No, or? it was like a movie or something. Hold on. When I'm we gonna, said he would be a, a 
not Grandpa Joe, he'd be uh oh he would be Grandpa Joe, not Charlie no, not, not yeah. Willy Wonka. No, I would definitely no, be Grandpa it Joe. Wasn't that I'll, I'll look for it, but keep going with the intro. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, well, like I said, these guys were not here last week. Uh, last week we had Rachel and Roka on the show stepping in. Um, Seemed like it was a good show. It, very well received. Oh, yeah. It's if Eli was the it was in the Home Alone, he would be this guy. Uh, yes. Oh, the yeah, the, the grandfather. The old man. Yes. Yeah. yes. The guy with the shovel in Home Alone. Yeah. Yes. I'm cool with that. Okay, sorry. That was driving me that nuts. That guy looks very Daniel Plainview-esque. I'm cool with that. That was driving me nuts. <laughs> I sh- I like that Eli doesn't realize that if he's typing on my computer like text messages, that it's not going to go through to my phone. So he was having a conversation on my own computer with himself. Yeah, it was great fun. <laughs> you called me handsome. I didn't even know you were. So I was like, oh, I wonder if Eli's here yet. I didn't see him because you're sitting there typing yourself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So I was like, I was like, that. how can I sabotage Satin's career? And then I realized, oh wait, he's my friend. Hey, I'm just. I wanted to bring this up because I thought about it before, but when on the drive here. So I'm going to see Disturbed tomorrow, and I'm really hyped about oh, that. It's tomorrow, yeah. You love Disturbed. I, I certainly do. It's one of those weird Jamie facts you wouldn't expect. Yeah. Nobody really. Like, whenever people hear when, that I love Disturbed, they're like, "What?" Yeah. Like, I remember when you said that, I was very confused. And um, I was just. Have thinking, you hit up for the Limp Bizkit tickets yet? Have I? Have I what? Have you hit them up about the Limp Bizkit show yet? Uh, well, I just have to hit up Fred. Okay, all right. He all is right, good. Right. We're good. Right, is, that right. Uncle, we're good. is that Uncle like, Fred? Is that, I believe that's Uncle Fred. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, Disturbed but, show. Yeah, but not specifically about the show. But am I the only one? Because I feel like I've brought up the Disturbed remix to Stone Cold Steve Austin theme. Okay. People don't really... Remember it fondly as well. No. It's not well, good. That's why I love it. Well, you love Disturbed. Well, it's, it's really dark, and, and not only that, but it's like I think whenever like there's one of those retuned themes, it has to be better than the original. I, I mean, retuned themes. I think that's another. I mean, I feel like we could go on and on for retuned themes. Yeah. Uh, but I hate retuned themes. Really? I mean, I think the rock, like for instance, the rocks only got better as time yeah, went on. I agree with that. I didn't like when they added like that intro thing with like the helicopter. You're crazy. I, I loved the Hollywood I hated rock. it. I hated. I, I don't like, like just how you hear it's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, for those of you who haven't heard the disturbed, I don't know if we can. Hopefully, we don't get in trouble. For... It's the radio. You won't get in trouble well, for it's it. Not the radio, it's podcast. <laughs> We're not making any money. True. Well, I am. But you think this is better? So I don't think it's better. I think it's hard as hell. It reminds me of like drinking high lifes. In high school, like late drinking high school, high like our, you know, I guess it was probably well, all of us say. Reminds me of drinking high lifes when I was legally of age to drink. <laughs> you could say you drank underage on here. It's okay. Oh, well, I didn't. I like the, my favorite part is is the the like the bridge before the chorus. This part, this part. I love that part. It just. How hyped will you be at the concert if they play they that? Won't. If they play that song, they won't. But what it would be what if they awesome. were like special guests? <laughs> yeah, just so cold. Just to stand here while awesome. we perform. <laughs> just stand, stand there with you <laughs> Well, by the way, when Disturbed, because I love Disturbed so much, back in the day when they performed at WWE New York. That song. You saw them perform at WWE. I, I wasn't New York. there, but I watched it. Okay, okay. I okay. watched it online, and it really was that. Like Austin literally just introduced them and just. Just stood there and kind of like just drank probably, beer and like did, I feel like it's probably did middle fingers. I feel like Disturbed time. is not his musical genre. Definitely not. 
He's yeah. more. Uh, he's 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 more. He's more hair metal. I'd say. You know, like poison. And, and I know Van he also Halen. likes real. I think he likes country. Music and he's too. a big country guy. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of his but rock, like old school country, not like new school country. Well, I mean, no, yeah. if we want to be, if we want to be honest with ourselves, and we want to look up what his taste was at the time, he put out two albums. Stone Cold Steve Austin. He put out two collection albums. What, really? Yeah, he put out. A, he put out a Stone Cold's uh, rock and roll album, and he put out a country album. If what? I'm not mistaken, really? Yeah, I don't remember I mean, that not, at all. Not him, but it's his collection. Like of Stone his favorite. Cold Country. Yeah, <laughs> and there's Stone Cold Metal too. I think Where, that's. A, I, I had Stone no Cold Country track one. Uh, uh, I've always been crazy by Waylon Jennings. I was going to say Waylon Jennings. There's a little bit of, of David Allen Coe. Yeah, go Coe. to his rock album. Merle Haggard. Uh, Alan Jackson, David Allen Coe, wow. Conway Twitty, Conway yeah. Twitty, yeah, dude. <laughs> Hank Williams Jr. and Willie Nelson. He said uh, Stone Cold um, Metal. You want me to go? Yeah, to? I want to hear what's on Stone Cold. Stone Cold Metal is we got Rocky Like a Hurricane by the Scorpions. <laughs> I knew it. God of Thunder by Kiss. <laughs> this, is, this is a great album so far. Uh, Balls to the Wall by Accept. I don't know that one. Perfect know, Strangers either. by Deep Purple. Okay. Ooh, I like this. Breaking the Chains by Dokken. Uh, Dreams I'll Never See by Molly Hatchet. Wow. Stranglehold by Ted Nugent. Uh, Detroit Rock City by Kiss. Two Kiss. Wow. I think he's a big Kiss, Kiss fan. Well, I heard, I, a I lot of wrestlers yeah. are Kiss fans. Um, yeah. Rainbow in the Dark by Dio. Nice. Uh, no One Like You by the Scorpions. Two Scorpions appearances. Yeah. Uh, Slow Ride from Foghat. Wow. Uh, On Through the Night by Def Leppard. Rain by the Cult and Stone Cold by Rainbow. <laughs> I think like, there's I, one more Stone Cold Classics. Oh no 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 no, no. that's Queen album. No, we're good. <laughs> that's a Queen album. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I can fill you guys in with that wow. a little bit. I learned something today. Yeah. I don't think I remember though. Yeah, I remember I them. Wait, wait. How, did what's they the do context? other like, collection? Yeah, I was gonna when say. When did I those come out? Oh no, they just came, they just put them out on Tower Records and shit. But like, like, was it like what year was that? Like, oh, Jesus, that had been like the late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, wow, I just like, I'm, like, it must have just been one of those I remember things. the infomercials 1999. I don't, I don't. It was wow. one of those like infomercial ones, yeah. like, kind of like the hair metal ones you used to see back in the day. I think on TV. if I remember correctly, yeah, I remember it because I at first, I you was, know what, now that you say it, it's like. It's one of those things I don't, I, I didn't remember, but the more you talk about it, like the fuzzy memory starts to come back to it. Because I did used to buy all those, like, you know, when I was younger, I bought all the, like, WWE the Music. Yeah, and all I, the, those are the ones I bought, you know? I, um, you know what commercial from, like, the Attitude Era always sticks in my head just because I don't think it exists anymore? Do you guys remember Stacker 2? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. And, like, and Stacker 2 does exist still, by Oh, the way. I, mm-hmm. I have no clue. Um, but I don't like, think it's called Stacker there was 2. Stacker 2 and Lugs had Lugs commercials was there. all um, the time. JVZ, JVC Kaboom Box was always <laughs> a spot. Yeah. collect. Mmm, beefy! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Chef Boyardee. Chef Boyardee. Oh, yeah. And the 1-800-Collect, too. Oh, yeah. I always wanted that Boom Box. It looks so fucking cool. Yeah, it looked yeah. really cool. It looked just you like didn't a, ever get it? I never got a JVC. It looked like it had all sorts of things that you could turn. Like, hidden yeah. apartments would open up. Yeah, it looked rad. I remember yeah. that. It probably was Boom Boxes were cool when we were kids. We, there was cool Boom Boxes. Yeah. Like people well, would carry them. You're on their gonna shoulders. laugh at why I never got a kaboom box. Why? It's because my dad thought the sound was shitty. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, "Cause you know, my dad's a, is an audio guy." Like, <laughs> like that Jamie remembers not getting the, that. Because you, you need a better one. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. You don't need sneakers. You need speakers. Yeah, 
pretty much. <laughs> like, because he saw it, because, you know, he heard it. He was like, oh, this the, the Sony one is better. But I was like, it doesn't look like that one, though. But this one looks cool. It's yeah. like something you'd win on Legend of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> it really does. The one thing he didn't get. Like, I wanted that speaker. You know, I, I watched the, I've watched a couple episodes of the updated. My dad was very, it was, my dad was very controlling. He didn't let me be Blade for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I feel like when, when like, dub, the original Double Dare was on, like, everything would be stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, you want a JVC Kaboom box? An RC Pro-Am racer? And now you watch it and really like, like, I think, kids don't want any of that stuff anymore. It's well, the best are when they go on like cruises. The kids like the parents are like cool. <laughs> I guess you want a trip for us. I wanted space camp. <laughs> well, the things that, that, that was always a gift. Space camp it still is. It still is. A, I, I watched when I was with my nieces recently. I watched the new. They Double still there. give away they trips still give to that space away. camp. It was a, I also always wanted that trip. You know what? I was when I was a kid, and our uh, our listeners are not getting any wrestling. It's okay. or whatever. When I was a kid. Um, we were doing one of those overnight field trips. To, I was like, yeah, we're going to Astro Camp. And I thought that was the same thing. It is not the same thing. What's Astro Camp? Astro Camp is a lot like, you're going to learn how to make AstroTurf. <laughs> no, it's it's more science. Yeah. <laughs> like, no simulators. No, no, no putting on the space suit. No, it's just, no. like, math. See, I wanted Space Camp. <laughs> I literally thought at Space Camp for, like, the first few years when I knew it was a thing that you went to space. I actually, like I, also, I, I actually, I'll like be honest it. with you, as a child, I also thought That's that. That's before I realized that space launches cost billions of dollars, obviously. <laughs> no, as a child, I also thought space camp, like, ended with, like, a space exploration. Because in the yeah. commercial... Yeah, you're, like, upside down. Thing, yeah. In the movie down. Space Camp, they go to space. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, let's talk about the biggest news of the week. Obviously, uh, it's everything to do with Ollie Wrestling. Yeah, uh, yeah. I... Um, I got a lot of shit this weekend from people that were like, oh, covered it too much. I get I get the flack because, like, people do want a diversity of content. The problem is, is like, this is a huge story. Is, it's a huge story. You say that, but this is, like, it's not like the coverage hasn't been dominated by one company for freaking my whole life. No. So, especially the whole time of the site. So, I thought people would be like, cool. He's finally doing a non bunch of non WWE coverage, and instead it's like, "Hey, where's the WWE coverage?" Yeah. I'm like, "These are WWE hey, what people. Do you, what do you expect? I don't, you're I, you're, I, you're okay. still looking to try to appease everybody no, in the I'm not. No, what no, do you want from no, me? No, but you'd be shocked. You guys would be shocked at how many people asked me if I was on the payroll of all in wrestling, or, yeah. or like, well, it was a lot. It was a, much more than I expected. Trust me, I only check my Twitter now to see people talking trash to you. It's the, <laughs> it brings me great joy. Uh, apologies, you're my friend, but it, no, it does, really, because yeah, I'm like, he's letting this bother him so much right now, I can't yeah. wait to read more. I feel like I've gotten a lot better at it. You I, I better. You still got some kinks to work out, but, but I've, I've, I've made some progress, right? Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, you have. You've made a lot of progress, and I'm proud of you for I it. Hope I made some progress. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So the the big news of the week was, was this rally for all elite wrestling. You know what I? You know what? People were, and I'm not here to say that I was. Because I wasn't. I wasn't expecting this huge, like, oh, we're going to announce every roster member today. Yeah. I didn't expect that. People were a little, like, this doesn't feel like a million-dollar promotion. And and to be honest, I mean, other than the fact that it was in front of said stadium that the guy owns, it, it was in a parking lot. It was in a parking lot. And, and I mean, Which it was— surprised me because they felt like it could have been inside. It could have been stadium, inside. Think. And they could have—it's just that they— if. And I don't. And this may not have been their intention. They may not have given a shit how big the crowd was. I have no idea. But 
the way that they programmed it and the way it flowed was a, was was very – it didn't seem like – and this is no knock on them because I have no idea what their intentions were at this press conference yeah. other than just announcing a few of the talent and where it's going to – and like their intentions and stuff, which is fine. I think it was also a little bit of a sticking the flag in the ground kind yeah, of Yeah, which is cool. But, but the, if they really wanted to – I mean a lot of people were kind of disappointed that they didn't put their best foot forward yeah. because – I mean to be honest, they didn't. They ha- I mean the press conference was on a really weird time of day and a really weird time of the week. It was in the middle of the day on a Tuesday, which is if you're going to get well, a big – Well, for us but not on the other side of the country. Still on a weekday. I mean yeah, OK. It was 2 o'clock for us. Still 5 o'clock. That's still – right at cutoff time for Fair. work you know yeah um and uh, and they had it outside which you know no matter how big the crowd is when it's outside at a big open space it's gonna look small totally. yeah. especially if you do it above well, the shot above the yeah. above the crowd shot like they did. I, I mean i i mean obviously I, I think the key reason that they did it outside is obviously just for safety precautions and everything like that probably i think it was also because of the fireworks at the end yeah, yeah. i think they yeah. wanted that shot of the fireworks at the yeah end. you know i didn't i didn't expect anything from it so i no, didn't, I, I didn't either that's why i wasn't like people like when people were like Voicing their disappointment with it, I was like, I don't, I wasn't really expecting anything crazy. No, like, I no. was expecting, like, and we're starting tomorrow, you know? Like, I didn't, I, you I, were I them like, F you, Vince, we're no, doing this. No, I was now. just like, okay, here they are, they're gonna take their pictures, it's for the pu- it's for the press, they're gonna have, like, it's, uh, I, I wasn't expecting, yeah. like, well, Shane McMahon to show up on the Titan Tron and just be like, I now own AEW. <laughs> uh, to speak to what you just said about the press <laughs> thing, though, I do think that's why they did it at the time they did it, because I think that, um, it, it gives it, enough time to go to their publications. Well, and also, yeah, if it had been later at night, like after SmackDown, let's say, um, you'd run the risk of a lot of those com- a lot of people not being at work at the time, so they wouldn't cover it, so it would get less coverage. Yeah. But also, I think it was important to dominate the news day before SmackDown, like before the whole day. I like, know. I they get dominated why they dominated the internet that day. And, and no, they should have had it, and it was good for what it was. Yeah. And I and they made some they made some cool announcements. They had some funny bits, you know. Like I think the pyro was set up way too close to the talent. Like, it, was, they, it was too smoky. When like even a talk. few of them were like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> like, you could even see like Brandy like. This is just a little close. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to take screen grabs. I had to have, like wait until the smoke would clear because you couldn't see the people. And yeah. uh, but you know, I think it was fun. You know, it was a good little rally. You know, got to people got to take pictures, and I'm sure everybody there. Got, I mean, I'm sure everybody there had a fun time. You know, I'm sure it was fun seeing everybody. They got to do a meet and greet afterwards. I'm sure it was a little, fun little after party. And it did what it was supposed to, which was, you know, build add on and more hype. Here we are. We are here. This is going to happen. I think what the reason why people were a little more disappointed with it was we weren't given much more than we already have. Yeah. More just confirmation of things. More so we just confirmation. I think, I mean, the only real shock was, I mean, and he was, I mean, because even when I, I was even talking to Chris uh, uh, Jericho about when I, I texted him afterwards, I was like, congrats, man, that's dope. And he said, thanks, man, did you expect it? And I said, I mean, I expected you to have a, a sort of involvement in AEW come and go like you do in New Japan, but I mean, in terms of you signing a full contract with them, that was a surprise. Yeah, that was, 100%. That was a big surprise. I said, that you got people. I said, people, I, I told them, people probably weren't surprised that you were there, but, you know, that this is the first full-time contract you've signed in, what, 12 years or so? You know, that's a Long big time. deal. And he's been... He's been a WWE guy. Like, oh, he, yeah. You know, he's he even left in multiple. He left the alternative to come to WWE. Yeah. Come, you know. And in multiple interviews, he says, I'm never going to work for anybody yeah. other than Vince. It was and I'm not going to knock him for that because you can't read the future. But yeah. No, but he talked about it a little bit, I think, he, on Busted Open Radio about like how things are changing. Yeah. You know, um, 
But, you know, yeah, yeah, okay, t- with the Chris Jericho thing, um, I agree with you. I don't think I expected him to sign, like, a, a full-time deal like he did with them. Um, but uh, I do think him being there did, was a huge deal for them. Like, I think that, you know, yeah. they needed that one name. I, I, fully, that, like, I fully agree with that. Yeah. You know, because like, one of the things that I always think, like, I mean... I mean, this is no discredit to to the Bucks, to Cody, or anything like that. But there's a very insular community that that adores, you know, kind of that aspect of independent wrestling. You know, the, of that kind of like that uh, that collection of, of wrestlers. And I think Chris Jericho being there did kind of break outside of there, as did. Um, uh, what's the face? Pac being there, like I mean that that's like a pretty big deal. <laughs> Why was Pac the only one in gear? <laughs> that, that honestly killed me when that, he showed up. I was like, first off, it's got to be freezing. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I hope that he goes everywhere in his gear now. The, like we were, they're like he's in the airport and he's in his gear. I don't know what to do. It must have been hell getting those boots off before going through airport security. Yeah, I was. Uh, you guys heard about? I was on for those of you listening. Like, I was on Jim Ross podcast this week talking about Ollie wrestling, and he and I were having a similar conversation where I was saying I want to see the full documentary of him traveling from England to Jacksonville in his in his I want to see only. him in a middle seat That's on exactly some flight. We, we, we both said things, him looking all angry sitting between two holding on to his belt all angry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want but it'd be even better if he had no baggage nothing yeah. just the ticket. Just hold <laughs> No but I like him carrying his belt at all times because he's yeah, the champion but so he, he's got the champion. But he, he doesn't have any pockets no, so no, he no. has the ticket. He's like holding the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a drink and he just can't because he's got the two yeah. things in his hands? Not today. Not today. <laughs> Draw. Um, okay, so, um, yeah, the pot thing, This great. bastard isn't going to get a drink today. <laughs> um, you know, the thing that you just mentioned uh, about how they needed kind of like that one marquee yeah. that we were kind of discussing, I completely agree with because I, I – and you guys know this. I always kind of like – I think of my dad as like the casual yeah. view, you know, viewer. And like when I had to call him and – because it was like, he was calling, he was blowing me, he was kept hitting me up. And I was like, Dad, I'm clearly posting a bunch of things right now. Like, this huge announcement is going on. And he was like, oh, what's being announced? Don't even, what's, what's happening? And I was like, oh, man, like, how do you not know about this? You yeah. know, so I had to, like, tell him. And so I'm telling him, I called him on the way home and I'm explaining it to him. And it was like, well, who'd they sign? Who'd they announce? And it was like, well, it's like a bunch of guys you don't know. But also Chris Jericho. And then it was like, oh, okay, well, that's impressive. No, well, I mean, I got, I mean, you don't need that one name. You, you know, know what's interesting about this? And, I, and I'm glad I remembered this because I almost forgot to bring it up. So when I um, – on one of my Instagram posts, it was a picture about me. It wasn't even about AEW. And um, it was a wrestling-related photo though. And it was from one of the sh- past shows. And um, my history teacher from high school who I've kept in contact with because he's the only person I ever liked from school – and, um, and like my journalism teacher, yeah, and he was like, "What do you think about this AEW thing?" And I was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "You never watched show one of wrestling, and you've heard of this." And so I was, That's impressive. I mean, yeah, it, it, the story, you know, definitely got great. I mean, outside of your site, you know, like I mean, the story obviously got great traction. It was on ESPN and multiple other sites and everything like that. So clearly, it's being taken very seriously. You know, just the fact that they immediately WWE took Jericho out of the intro video, put him on the alumni section, With and stuff like quickness. that. By the way, you got to commend them that they're able to do that so fucking so fast. fast, so fast. Do you think that they just? <laughs> you think they're just like. Let's create one alternate where we get rid of no, one person sure each video. I'm they got a bunch, man. They got they, no. I'm sure it's a template that's saved. Yeah. So they literally just like take that out, put insert Cesaro, Cesaro. re-export. Exactly, yeah, good like, for Cesaro. He he really scored out of yeah. this. He got on the intro of the show. I bet you it's that easy. It probably takes 
Five minutes, yeah, at most. Well, yeah. the exporting takes longer than probably replacing yeah. the picture. I just I love how petty they are. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I know. It's well, like, no, he was not well, here for twelve years. Was, I, I've been changed. I've I thought this whole time that it was interesting that while he was in New Japan, he was still listed on the active roster on yeah. Raw.com the whole time. And even and he was brought back I for went, Raw One Thousand. Yeah, and I and he was still on then. He's been there afterwards. And I check every periodically because I, I had been checking periodically because I was wondering if they were going to pull him leading up to the rally because I was yeah. wondering if he was going to be there. And I didn't look that day. I was so busy, but the second he walked onto the stage, I went w.com superstars, and it was like boom, alumni section. I was like, damn, they are fast. Do, like, damn. Do you think that the story of AEW this week has it completely made you forget about the fact that WWE brought Hulk Hogan back to? We're going to get to Hulk Hogan. Okay. We are going to discuss Hulk Hogan coming okay. back. The, uh, one of the things oh, I got boy. from people. I, one of the got people comments wise on the show was like, "Hey, just because he talked about it on the recap doesn't mean you can't talk about it with Jamie and Eli. Like they want to have so so so." So what I said I, <laughs> from the beginning. <laughs> I'm still working out all the no, kinks here with the it's collider fine. shows. Give me a break, everyone. Yeah. So, but we're gonna talk about Hogan. Um, but they did 100. percent They did. Yeah, yes. They 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 did Hogan. They did WWE solid almost. By, like no. get, br- I don't think anybody even the... remembers that's a no. wrestling fan that Hogan was on the show this past week. No, and we will talk about it because okay. I want to talk okay. all about. I'll, I'll save it. Um, but to, you know, back to what you said prior about the Chris Jericho thing. Um, Chris Jericho openly said exactly what you said. He did an interview with uh, Busted Open today, and he said, um, he said by me. Jo-, he was talking about the potential of a TV deal, but he said by me joining the company. I think fans and wrestlers most importantly go, holy shit, this is the real deal. If Jericho went there, this is real. He goes, because a lot of people, they don't know. Oh, no, is that a typo? Fuck. Uh, Because Uh a lot of people don't know Kenny or Cody or the Bucks. We know them, but your average fan doesn't. So I think that's kind of playing to what you said. That like He needs, you know. I wonder how hard they're going after Punk right now. I don't think they are at all. You don't think so? I don't Mm -hmm. think so. Really? Because I don't think Punk, I don't even think it's like. He's Something. not even like he. Like, no, I don't think he'd open that letter. Okay, I think he would. Here's my here's my thoughts on the punk situation with AEW. Is I think that I said I said punk strictly on a level of like they signed to see a punk people would definitely be like. I well, have it's to see the only it's the only promotion I see him be in, like even th- even come close to working. Yeah, for. Well, like because if you think about it, they go you go they've got Jericho, CM Punk, and Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes is like their top guys. That's like. It's a great roster to start yeah. off with, yeah, you know. Absolutely. Um, although CM Punk has been gone for a long time, a but, long time. Yeah, so it's been like five years. Five years, five years this week, yeah. right? Wasn't it five years this week? Yeah. Um, right. It was the wait. Two thousand fourteen Rumble. It was. Isn't dang, that crazy? It's been wow. five years. Whoa. That was like, Christian and I. We were talking right before we started recording here. Christian Harloff, who works here at Collider, and he was saying, uh, we were talking about Ultimate Warrior, and he was like, God, what was that? Like two years ago? And I was like, Dude, that was longer than two years ago. Now and he was like, Really? We looked. It was forty years ago. Yeah. We were like. Wow, it's crazy that yeah, it's been I remember, that long. I remember where I was sitting. I yeah, you, you probably still have that mask. I don't. I you lost, don't? No, I lost the mask Drunk. immediately. I, I didn't bring it home from WrestleMania. <laughs> um, didn't Warrior wear it upside down one time? Or somebody wore it upside down. I think his wife did. Probably. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I got it's Dance for what, W. What were we talking about right for there? For women. Oh, CM Punk. Yes. Um, okay, so here's my thought process on CM Punk is that I think that the Young Bucks want CM Punk there, obviously. Like, Matt's always been friendly with... Matt's been openly friendly with with CM Punk. That's like... 
out of everyone wrestling, it seems like for some you know for some reason Matt's like the one CM Punk is still cool with for yeah, some reason. Weird. Yeah, uh, and, and and as we've known. Nobody's friends with Punk anymore. Yeah, but he's like the only one you see. Like Cole, every once in a while, he'll Heyman, tweet back to Matt. No, Heyman doesn't talk to him anymore. No one talks to him anymore. Yeah. Like he really talks to like barely anyone from That's the sad. wrestling. I don't even. I, I wonder if he and Kofi still talk because they were so cool. I bet you they don't. Probably don't. Hmm. Who knows? Anyways, um, people. I used to hear stories about how people used to like be so jealous of Kofi because. He had to be in the bus. Because Punk had the bus. <laughs> yeah. And and Kofi was the only guy Punk wanted to hang out with. So Kofi would just ride on the bus with Punk and they just play video games and shit. Not a bad gig at all. Uh, so, okay. I think that Matt and the Young Bucks would want CM Punk there. Of course they would. And I think that just based off that tweet that I had seen from Tony Khan from when he was younger and seeing that he was a big ROH fan, he likes CM Punk yeah. too. Like, there's, a, there's something that's keeping... Punk's big toe in the pool of wrestling because when they did that Brooklyn, I mean, I mean, a Buffalo uh, brother boys, what are the, the the guys who got in that oh, car yes, accident? Yes, he treated that. Well, I think that's because uh, some. I think there were people in the industry. No, he didn't like, know that. No, he didn't no, know no, that. No, he I said he didn't. I, I didn't finish. I think there were people in the industry who were kind of like, "Hey, can you help us out?" And we're reaching out, kind of like people. And you know, he did. He, he didn't, didn't have to. No, but I think the person who asked him was someone close to him. So yeah. So I'm saying there's some. There's some. I, like like I said, it's his only his toe yes. that's in there. I get but it. I think the other side of the equation, because I think my this is just, this is all speculation in my head. Yeah. But I think from what I've seen. Tony Khan and the Young Bucks seem like CM Punk fans. Yeah. But on the other side of the spectrum, Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho have worked Don't with like CM him. Punk. Yeah. Like, and I thought that it was very clear on the podcast that they did from the Chris Jericho cruise yeah, that they, he was not very liked. Yeah, well, between yeah, them. he's not their favorite person. It was not their favorite person. God. He told them he was their like the locker, the locker room, leader, room leader, and they were like, "You don't, you're not my fucking leader. Yeah, well, like, you're nobody, not leading me. No, you're not leading the me." The leader doesn't say he's the leader. And then Cody said, like, "The leader." Who, did, who tell said that? Booker, Booker said that, right? Yeah, Booker said it, and then Cody said uh, in the podcast interview. Or in the podcast thing, he said something like, yeah, what, what Eli just said, that like if you have to tell everyone you're the locker room leader, you're not actually the locker room leader or whatever. It just um, So I I feel like there's opposing yeah. forces there like where they're like, yeah, we get it. You guys, the dream of CM Punk, but like the reality of working with CM Punk yeah, it's a lot is, different. Like, is a lot different. Wait, which, you know? which makes sense because some of the greatest performers of all time are the most difficult people to work with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I think – I think the company would have to get to a different place in order for that to happen. God, don't you hope they bring Ryback in, though? I do. I, really I do, do, but too. then he tweet. But you see the tweet he, tw- he posted about how he's like, he can't wrestle right now? Yeah, he's like still fixing himself. Yeah. Yeah, he's still fixing himself. He's got, he's in the process of rejuvenating himself. Drive a dump himself. truck full of money to that guy's house. Get but, him in the ring. But get him in the get him back. Get him back in the ring. Dynamite kid, that guy. Get him in the ring. You guys didn't see all the shit. Okay, so for those of you watching, uh, I knew Ryback was going to be a hot take the minute I suggested it. The minute <laughs> when, I, I, when I when I was putting that list together, I texted Jamie and Eli and Kevin, and I said, "By like, the way, hey, everybody who's giving Ryan shit for Ryback, it was my idea. It was. So direct it all towards well, me." Like, I, I, I texted them like, "Hey, what do you guys think? You know." And, any idea? Any suggestions? And Jamie literally like instant response. Ryback. And I was like, <laughs> I would love Ryback. I miss Ryback. And I that, loved Ryback. And, I will die on that hill. And that's the combo we had in the text message we back. I will we die like, on that hill. Yeah, Ryback. Of course, of course, of course. We're all like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I put him in the list like as one of the first ones. And all the responses were just like. Rybot, f- Rybot, you were like, 
so many things like that are just like, Ryback, why would you want a Ryback in your company in 2000? I'm like, because Ryback was hilarious. Ryback Not was only awesome. that, people will cheer for Ryback. Yeah, or there was a period of time. There was a period of time where Ryback was hot. And I feel like that's kind of, and I don't know this, but I think partly one of the things that Cody would like to do is to be like the the Pied Piper of the mid-card, WWE's mid-card of being like, hey, come back. Like, you were the biggest thing. Yeah. But then you got and the stifled only because of reason, like other because of Vince. You got stifled because of Vince and creative. And I'm, I want and let's that. be fair. The only reason people refer to him as Rybotch is because See of the Cole Punk. Cabana podcast. Yeah. Yeah. He has had no complaints from anybody else except for Punk, which yeah. I'm not going to say he's wrong. He very well could, he very well could have happened. I wasn't there. Dude, the, the guy but, saved Kalisto whenever he dove out of the ring that one time, like shortly before he took off and everything yeah. like that. He saved Kalisto's life. But yeah. I can't think of any other complaints that Ryback's had against him unless people just aren't. Really, you're telling. I would, I would dare any of these people. Ryback, you idiot! If they were there and at the first AEW show, you hear and Ryback comes out, that person is going to start chanting "Feed me more." I I would lose my mind. I also think that Ryback has a presence. I also think that he brings money to the table, or he brings. He brings something to the table of being able to use his name. Not a yeah. lot of XWE guys can come out and be like, I'm so and so. Wade Barrett can't be like, I'm Wade Barrett. You know, yeah. like, he's like, I'm Stu Bennett. And also, or Ryback. Mr. Or Ken Kennedy can't be like, I'm Ken Kennedy. I'm Mr. Anderson. Ryback expands the roster in terms of types of wrestlers that yeah, they have. Because yeah, exactly. right now we have all guys who can wrestle the same sort of kind of match. Well, you well, know, we kind of we kind of have the 5'10 to 6'2 six, six wrestler that's in there. Yeah. Not even 6'2, 5'10 well, to 6' wrestler. The biggest wrestler is Hangman. The only... The only yes, I think one of the very one of the low key one of the smartest things they did in my opinion during the press conference was uh, announcing a partnership with that Oriental O-W-E. Wrestling yeah. Entertainment. Did either of you guys besides that clip Kevin texted no. go look them up at all? Not I me. know of them because I think that's the company that works with um, uh, Championship uh, the United Na- uh, the United Network because they go they do a lot of shows oh, is with that. Them. That's no, I think I don't it think, might no, be. no, it's not the same company. No, it's not because okay. these guys. Just from knowing Dave, Dave's not going to want to work with these guys. I could be wrong. I shouldn't say that. But these guys are very quick, like, mm-hmm. yeah. He, they, from what guys. they said, they said it was like Cirque du Soleil meets wrestling. Yeah, when I was watching it, it's very, like, high-paced, uh, fast-paced, um, high-intensity, uh, high, high like, but it's also really colorful. Like, the guys are very, like... Remin- to me, it was very reminiscent of the Luchador, like the Luchadors being part of the cruiserweight yeah. division yeah. on WCW back in the day. But they went a little bit smaller, which was smart because it makes them all seem bigger. If like the cruiserweight guys are still smaller than them, which I thought that was fucking genius in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, but I went and you know went and watched it. It is really cool. Like to be, I, I, if you could like have American commentary over that um, and, and kind of like makes you know hype up some of those characters like there's a crazy monk there's all these like fun characters I think it could be cool in regard to um, AEW I know obviously one of the big ticket news stories right now is them getting a TV deal yes Um, apart from the TV deal you know because I'm I mainly was focusing on the big hits the wrestlers they announced and stuff like that I I didn't listen to every single thing that was said at the press conference did they say anything about touring and about house shows and things so they did a post they did a they didn't say media scrum afterwards okay and with, with the press that wasn't part of it, uh, and we posted the video. I posted all the videos on the site, so if you guys want to check them out. Don't listen to Jamie over here. Well, they no, did, I'm saying they, they did, did it at the, the press conference. They did it at the rally. Yeah, they did it at the press conference afterwards yeah. that wasn't in front of everybody, and they did talk about some of these things. Uh, first, 
the reason they said that they didn't announce everything yeah. during the press conference is because they wanted to end with Jericho giving them the rub. They felt like that was the big newsworthy moment. They wanted to end the show with the big thing of like Jericho left WWE. Jericho's now with us. Yeah. AEW is Jericho. Like they felt like that was the big announce they wanted to end on. Um, so they didn't want to, and so that was why they didn't announce okay. everything. Um, as far as touring, uh, yes, they want to tour. They, they Matt uh, and I believe Tony. Um, all and I think Cody for a minute talked about the, they, how they intend to be. A, they would like to be a touring brand. Yeah. Um, they did not announce any like anything concrete yet. Yeah. Um, but they definitely said like their intention is to become a touring okay. uh, property. Um, the TV thing. There's been multiple different things about that now. So first, uh, there was the media scrum, and it was great. Aaron who. Um, who helps me with the site, who, who hosted Best of the Rest briefly on the, the podcast feed, was there. And I was like, I told him, like, ask about the TV deal. Like, that's what I care about. Like, ask about the TV Ask Cody about the TV deal. So um, he asked Cody about the TV deal. And it was great. It was Cody and Brandy. And Cody is like, I'll let Brandy take over. And she gave, like, a very corporate speak of, like, she well, is the brand ambassador. Yes. So she gave a very brand ambassadory corporate speak of like, well, we're going to have information forthcoming, but like we can't talk about it at this point in time. And like while she's giving the corporate speak, Cody's just standing there next to her, like, like winking to the camera. And he's like, like the whole time, it's the best. The video is hilarious because he's just sitting there like repeatedly winking in the camera. And then, uh, and then he like says something else. Like he gives a little bit of a corporate speak, and then he's like, "But remember, I was winking that whole time." <laughs> so, so clearly, like, there's something going on, right? And then Tony Khan did an interview with uh, the president of the, the president of AEW, Tony Khan. He did an interview with X Pac yesterday. He was on X Pac's podcast, which I listened to. Um, it's an hour long interview. Highly, highly recommend listening to it if this all the wrestling stuff interests you. Um, it's Xbox. It's called Xbox One Two Three Sixty. Is his podcast? And dude, from listening to this interview, it's very, very clear that Tony Khan is one of us. Yeah. Like it is so evident from listening to it. He talks about like, I feel like you guys would be best friends. Like he, like if you, if you the two of you ever met, he talks about like going to ECW as a kid. Like and like. Um, it's, like it's clear this guy's like been tape trading since he was a kid. Yeah. Like he's like. Super fan, like he's super super fan. Like yeah. He's not. It's not like oh, like casual watcher. He's like, no, this is what I did when I came home. Like when I came home from school, I watched wrestling. When I came home yeah. from work. To, even now, I watch wrestling. Like, what that's was what it, I do. What was his previous role? So he is the. He still. It's not. It's he's still. It's still his job. He is the. I'm pulling it up. Like he's the owner of the. He's co-owner of the Jaguars, but he also is like the director of football for Fulham FC, but. At the Jaguars, he heads the football analytics department, uh-huh. and so he tracks like stats and 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 kind of like helps with all that kind of yeah. thing, which is partly what he is saying he wants to, which is why he's going to kind of like why they want to make wins and losses more important. Partly why it's like a thing that he's a statistician, like he he likes that kind of stuff, and yeah. he's like no. Wins and losses matter. So wins and losses are going to matter in all elite wrestling. Like it's gonna, you're going to move up the card or you're going to move down the card based on whether you win or lose. It's not this 50-50 stuff where everyone's in the middle. You're going to go up or you're going to go down. Yeah. Um, so the interview, though, with him, um, he straight up confirmed that he's been talking to people for 
who want to do a TV deal with the company. And that um, he said there's a number of interested parties, basically okay. saying there's a number of networks that are interested, um, but that he signed not, uh, NDAs. And so he can't come out and say it yet, um, but that there's a number of interested parties. And then he, like, went into, like, because Xbox is like, hey, TV deal. He's like, I can't say NDAs, NDAs. And Xbox like, well, would it be safe to say people are interested? And he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, number of interested parties, all that kind of stuff. And then he goes into, like, a full, like, thing where you're like, oh, man. This, it was almost honestly reminding me of, like, a Paul Heyman. Like, you hear, of like, those Paul Heyman speeches back in the day where yeah. he kind of, like, rallied people together backstage. So he was like. I like this as your rally. That's thing. when you rally people together. We're going to do this. It's like when you, you know? like, doing a rousing cheer and singing in a bar. I think I'm, like, used to musicals as a kid. So <laughs> one of the guys are like, why I oughta? <laughs> and the girls are like, let's go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk. You can talk. But you got to know the territory. Like, I'm like, that's what they do in those kind of plays. Why I oughta. Uh, why I oughta. But, but he said, uh. That's what he said. He said, <laughs> "Let's go shopping." Uh, so he uh, said, "It's not Christmas anymore." I don't know if we could do that reference. <laughs> uh, so he said, "There's interested parties, a number of interested parties. It's going to be great for everybody." Like I said, I want it to be great for the fans, and I want every week. I want people to be excited about this week, about what this week is going to bring in wrestling. Whether you're a kid in school or you're at work and you want something to look forward to at night, I want it to be a big part of everyone's week. I think for the talent. I just think this is a great opportunity for everybody to create something. Like I said, a golden age. He said, for a lot of the talent, I've always heard the story that in WCW that people had said, this is the golden age. Specifically that Eric Bischoff said that to the talent. Hey, this is the golden age. Enjoy it while it lasts. And they said, well, you know what? It didn't last. And I think that we can create it. And it can be sustainable. And we can build something that doesn't have to ever die. It can live forever because I know the wrestling community will never die. As long as the planet is spinning, there's going to be people watching wrestling and people that are passionate about it. That's cool. So, like, he's very passionate about wrestling. Yeah. He really likes well, he wrestling. Believes in it. He believes in it. Um, and I can think I tell important. you? Can I tell you what my biggest takeaway? Yes. Not, not that, I'm sorry. I misphrased that. What thing that one thing that stood out greatly to me, and I'm kind of like, huh. I'm gonna be really interested to see how that works. Is when they said wins and losses matter. Yeah. So tell. So you're. This is why don't leave drinks in here. Um, um, They're not supposed to leave drinks. But they did. That's not my fault. Um, uh, um, But when they said wins and losses don't matter. So say you're say you're an MJF. Right. Yep. And you think in your you know, it's like your fifth match in, you know, in the fifth match in the company. And then they tell you and you've been winning. And then they tell you you're going to lose today. Doesn't that make you feel like what did I do wrong? You know, because then they. No, I, I think it's more along the lines of like not in a real sense. Like I think that's but scripted. You, uh, yes, that's true. But script. But as you know, scripted. Even if it does, even if like you are, even if it, somebody is placed scripted champion, it does. It does affect the yeah, person. Okay, fair company, enough. You know. I, I that that intrigued me as well too, just because like because I, I think we'd all agree. I th- I think we would all agree that the the idea of wrestling as a, you know tracked like a competition is is something we all like. We like when it feels like an athletic competition when you don't know who's going to win and and such. But I I'm with you too. It's just like well I I and I understand the statistics behind it. So my curiosity is like okay then are they going to hire some lesser name people straight up to be more jobbery people? Or is that just, what that here's here's the quote here's the quote. He says, pro wrestling hasn't been taken seriously as the true athletic competition it is. In other sports, wins and losses matter, and I feel like wins and losses wins and losses are a huge part of the equation. 
I really want a win and a loss to be taken seriously, and the win-loss component should be a huge part of the competition to build up to the championship. Something we will take very, very seriously. In my background in sports, I'm a huge believer in statistics, and I think that's one area where in wrestling we've seen some cool stuff get over. And he talked about like the, the Goldberg streak and, and, and stuff like that. And then he said, to me, I think there's real opportunities to do some interesting things just in terms of building up athletes the way UFC has as legitimate competition. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know if Does I bother, Are you bothered more now by this? Yeah, <laughs> even more. Now I, that can, he's I can see your face now more that he's bothered by it. it to UFC, I'm like, but it's, it's not. But see, I think it's more so... That yes, I mean they're scripting it. So, but, but more so like the importance of winning because yes, like when you lose in a UFC fight, you go down the you go down the card a little bit. Like you're less important. I I, I kind of see. Yeah, it. but that's because you legitimately lost. Yeah, like yeah, I, but it's but but why but but why does that why does that why does that matter? Well, because somebody isn't going to want to sign on to lose. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, no, yeah, but me. that well, because wins and losses don't matter right now. Well, wins and losses were always supposed to matter in wrestling. They, they well, don't. That's, well, well, that's why but back, thinking, then, then back like in the day with WWE glasses on, because back in the day, wins and losses did matter. And they bitched and moaned every time they were made to lose. Yeah, but that's the wrestling business. Well, that, that's, what, that's what Jamie's <laughs> saying, though, is that... It's going to cause issues. Like, I, but that's always been wrestling. Well, even even now, with wins and losses I, not mattering, I people, don't care the about wins and losses unless a championship is involved. The, but don't you care less about? Okay, here, okay, yes. The criticism wait, I think wait, has fast, yeah, sure, fast, sure. because you said that. But don't you think that you can't build up credible opponents for the title if wins and losses don't matter? Because that's the problem with me is that a lot of times they go like. Here, you get a title match. Like, well, why do I care about that title match? You literally just handed it to the guy. Yeah. But then there's a okay. Well, then I I say saying wins and losses matter is too broad of a of a label. Similar yeah. to the equal pay thing that was kind yeah, of confusing. It's too to broad. It's too broad. I, I, I agree with that because the the simple fact of the matter is that when you when you start doing the math, you're like, well, how is this going to add up for people? Anybody for for anybody who's not on the so, winning end? Because somebody has to lose. Somebody has to have a losing record. Yeah, yeah. that's why I was saying, like, are they going to hire people to be straight up jobbers or just to have a? Losing and then if streak? you're going to go up to a talent and be like, listen, for these next few months, you're going to be ranked three out of like fifty. Like they're going to be like, no, I don't want to do that. It's going to yeah. make me look terrible. Yeah. I um I, I'd be I, I'm curious to see. That's just my opinion. No, I I no, agree yeah. with you, and I do think I think it's a broad statement that they made, and I think it, again, it sounds good at a glance. The deeper you look at it, it's like whenever you start looking into like, well, how does like the time travel aspect of the Terminator work? It's like, well, it doesn't if you look too and deep also, into it. Also, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go ahead and just, and just take do a take right here. If you're one of those people that didn't fucking understand what Cody meant when he said there's going to be equal pay. Or Brandy said it. You're an idiot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to say that openly, but I was you're so an confused idiot. by everyone not understanding that statement. Like, no, like, no. It means like a woman who is in a similar position <laughs> as a man will make the same it, money. It, it'd be like, hey, if Charlotte main events WrestleMania, or she makes as much as Roman Reigns. Exactly. Yes, exactly. Not that you're going to make the same fucking amount of money as the CEO no. of the company. No, no like, like a, a, a like, jobber's oh. not going to make as much as Cody. <laughs> so, so Breaker's gonna make as much Chris Jericho, and you're gonna bankrupt your company, and you're like, no, that's not what she was saying at all. <laughs> you're oh, a fucking idiot. you come in, gonna walk that same amount. <laughs> no, like I mean that that was I mean I'm more I'm more with Jamie on like the wins and losses aspect than I am on the equal pay equal pay. That's pretty simple. All you have to do is think about it. I was very confused by that too. I, I was like, why is everyone so confused with that statement? Everyone was like, what? I, you know, and, and what was what was interesting about that aspect of of the press conference as well was like 
Was that aspect just really intended for wrestlers and other organizations? Because, like, fans, some of that stuff was kind of inside. Because yeah. fans don't really. I mean, like, I, I, don't get me wrong. I want wrestlers to have health insurance. Do I really care that much? Not really. I don't got an iron in that fire. It's not affecting my health, so I don't really care deep down. Maybe on a surface level, I might say that I do, but I don't. And so I'm curious if that part of, of the press conference was more so for other wrestlers to be like, hey, you're going to get health insurance. You're going to get paid well. See, I mean, that's definitely, what, like, in my opinion, that was the biggest shot across WWE's bow. Yeah. I, see, to me, the rally itself was <laughs> like, everyone goes like, well, it was. they didn't mention WWE. No, they didn't mention the words WWE. To me, the whole point of that rally was to show that there was unhappiness amongst the wrestlers and that a group of wrestlers are here to change that. That w- The wrestlers are just as unhappy as the fans, and there's three guys here, four guys here, who are here yeah. to help you all. Like I'm, We're here to change things for the wrestlers. We're here to change things for the fans. Yeah. We're here to change things for ourselves. We are here to change the world. Like That's why I, I, there's, the Bucks and Cody are so, I was talking about the same with someone. They're so good at making you feel like you're part of it. Absolutely. They're, yeah. Like, like I think that they think that Conrad's a marketing genius, and that's why he's there. But they are the marketing geniuses there, in my yeah. opinion. Like All In, Starcast sold out because everyone was going to All In. Yeah. Every, you know? every single, in my opinion, every single talent that has been sitting on their ass until another convention comes up, until they can make another ca- another cash grab and make maybe like a three hundred dollars that day, should worship the ground Conrad walks on because yeah. because of him, people like fucking hockey talk man and the <laughs> rooster are known to like the young fans. Yeah. Now true, he did help them a lot. That, that that's that's true. They should worship him. Yeah, but hockey talk the, man the, doesn't worship anybody but yeah, himself though. That's true. Uh, but the old yeah, those older guys definitely. That's should what be I, I mean. Yeah. I'm saying them specifically. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, the the box and kind of so good at making you just feel like you're like, like you're part of it, you know. And oh, yeah. I think that that's 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 what I think the whole point of the rally was. And yeah, you can complain about the production elements. There there are obvious elements I, you complain. By about the way, the that elements. was not my complaint. Let's just well, be clear. There was kind of. I mean, I would have the I mean, stream. The, the oh, that oh, that there's yes, things yes. you would have changed. There, were, yeah, there the are stream things was a as a producer messy. that you would have maybe done differently. All of anyone can say that kind yeah. of. Yeah, I think that they did a good job of coming out swinging though, yeah. like. Being like, hey, we're making changes. Whether they're empty promises or not, I think that it at least got people talking, at least got like things in motion. Yeah. Things are kind of like I want to ask you this question. Yeah. And this just came into my head. I want to ask both of you sure, this sure, question. Sure. So what does the hiring of Billy Gunn say because of why they, he got fired? First, that has been a long time. Mm-hmm. He got hired as an agent? Yeah. Yeah, backstage okay. producer. Um I don't think, to be honest with you, I don't think it really matters. Like, who, who, I mean, it's similar to the healthcare thing. Like, what iron do we have? What, what, what do we have in this fire of whether Billy Gunn wants to look good at his age? At, at, I don't. I, I, I think it's. I, I think the whole stance on steroids and wrestling is bullshit in general. I just think like, it's, yeah, granted, yes, I don't want people to abuse drugs. Yes, but steroids, like. It's not affecting the outcome. And I, don't think he's, <laughs> I think he's using more of like the legal ones. What, whatever, whatever. I just mm-hmm. think that it's like it's not. It's 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 not. I'm just playing. The outcome. De- like I'm just playing said, devil's advocate. It's not here. affecting the outcome. Like it's not like in baseball where they're going to hit home runs. Like and it's a, a real yeah. sport. Like, but but whatever. I get that. Like WWE is looking out for their talent. I yeah. get it. So I, that's smart. They're they're a publicly traded company. But I don't think it really. 
in my opinion, I don't think it it, it really sends any kind of message other than that was it just me. I'm being devil's yeah, advocate. I don't. I, I don't. Think I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I love think the only Billy message it sends is like a hey. Head of creative on SmackDown is Road Dog. Head of our creative is Billy Gunn. New Age Outlaws are against each other in the war. That is, like, I never really thought about that. I didn't think about that. That's at all. one. That's partly what I think. And two was he's he's great. He's awesome. Well, he loves wrestling. <laughs> he mean, loves wrestling. He loves and the he's, actual. He's a legend in wrestling. wrestling. And by the way, they have even though Jericho Jericho's careers and Billy Gunn's careers are very different. Um, I forgot which one he, which one you guys hated and which one you guys. I like Billy Gunn. I'm okay. the Billy Gunn. I forgot one. who had which Tito one. Santana. Yeah, okay, but um, but even though Billy Gunn didn't reach nowhere near the stratosphere that Jericho did, Billy's been to the show. Yeah, oh, Billy's yeah. been around some of the greatest talent. He's also just, he was also a trainer in NXT. For yeah, a while, at so they got fired. They were both Jericho. The wealth of knowledge that just Jericho and Billy are going to bring in alone is, is invaluable. Yeah. I feel like. As all, I don't think Billy would be wrestling, but but if he uh, does, that guy is still in great shape. Like I've seen he him has, wrestle, you know, like recently. Yeah, he still puts on fun matches. It's interesting to see how oh, tiny. I it's still all over the table. Yeah, I was I was watching out for your computer. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't getting. Can you go there. run and grab a, a napkin? I didn't realize it's built. Like yeah, that. since I did it, um, <laughs> I am curious about how. Short Billy Gunn's little ponytail thing can get in the back of his head. Oh, it can get short. It's so short right there, now. There, there'll be something like right in the kitchen over there. It almost looks like there's not enough hair to have any hair in like a tie or something like that. Like he's really, really pushing for I it. Wish right you now. told me the water got all over the table when he did well, that. Well, I didn't want to break up the show. See, I thought it was empty. The <laughs> no, I saw it spill and I was like, uh oh, that ain't good. And I was just like, just make sure Ryan's computer, as long as Ryan's computer doesn't get touched, it's fine. And it was. It was fine. I saw you move the computer a hot second ago. I was like, okay, he's got his eye on it. I didn't at all. I made a mess. I don't know if that's going to be enough napkins. That'll be enough. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, Oh, man. And just rub this down a little bit because this is kind of wet. Give it a little rub, boy. Give it a little rub, ski boy. Give it a little rub, too, little bit. Splash me, boy. Splash me. That's my favorite one when he's all angry when he's arguing with Jan. <laughs> I would, I would honestly wouldn't be surprised to see X Pac being brought on in some capacity as well. Okay, I don't know that. Why the hell not? But I think I could see the, this, this war. Question this is the war. for you. And this is a battle, and I can see them being like, "Hey, we got both. The, we got the other two members of DX." Do you see Ted DiBiase Jr. making a comeback? I have been I really have, okay. I have low-key been wondering the same thing. I hate Ted DiBiase. He, he, but why him out of everybody? Because he because he was tag team champions with Cody right whenever Cody like kind of became a thing. Actually, do you think they're still like buddy buddy like? I, they're I, not, I they're not, are friendly I still, know. and yeah. I know that because I know that I we 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 joke about Erica and Ted DiBiase yeah. Junior all the time. Uh, why? And because one time at TMZ, this is a really funny story. One time at TMZ, they did a gallery of everyone's ever. TM, after I left, yeah. like the hey. everyone's favorite wrestler at TMZ for like WrestleMania or something like that. And everyone, a ton of people at teams who you know don't watch wrestling, all yeah. listing their favorite wrestlers for some reason, which yeah. made no sense. The only one, well, Reagan, so two people, Reagan, a friend of mine, and Erica, the only ones who actually watch wrestling. And Erica listed her favorite wrestler of all time as Ted DiBiase Jr.? <laughs> Why? She hadn't even ever watched Ted DiBiase Jr. Why did she say that? She claims yeah, that her she story said, her story changes every time. Yeah, she, she it changes a lot. She claims <laughs> that she said Ted DiBiase and and then they wrote Ted DiBiase Jr. Hey, there's no way she would have said Ted DiBiase. 
There's no way. Why, why would she, she have Ted DiBiase? She wasn't even like she hasn't matched one watched one match of Ted DiBiase. No. And I said, I don't know I said. Why didn't you say the Young Bucks? Why didn't you say Joe <laughs> Ryan? You go to PWG shows with me. That would have been cool exposure. Say the Rock. Any I don't of those people. <laughs> well, because she didn't want to repeat someone else's answer, so she was trying not to say like the Rock or Stone Cold or whatever like There's that. There's so many other wrestlers, <laughs> and she was going to PWG with me at the time. She could have said. Any of those people. Dalton Castle. Anybody. Oh, my God. I, I'll pull it up right now. It's That's the funniest <laughs> thing. It's the funniest thing. And and <laughs> she gets really defensive yeah, she goes, about she, it. Oh, she gets so mad when you bring it. She goes, I wasn't saying that. Well, she clearly, she clearly, clearly did. did. It was, here we go. It's this. She, she said, uh, <laughs> so it says, uh, yeah. It was written in a publication. <laughs> I don't think it says yeah because he wasn't going by Ted DiBiase Jr. Then he was just te- he was just as Ted DiBiase. What? Well, no, he was just, Ted DiBiase Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Did she watch a lot of wrestling and she was she into Ted DiBiase? Ted DiBiase Jr. was one of the most boring milk toast. They gave him everything. They really did. They gave, they gave him, him Virgil for a little bit. They even. gave him Virgil. They gave him, they gave him, Bell. They gave him Maurice. Yeah. So, they tried so many things. They gave him the Marine sequel. They were just like, this guy is handsome. He's going to get over. It's like, no. He but, didn't but, at all. But to further your original point here is... He's a camp counselor is now. Is that someone brought up the Ted DiBiase Jr. thing once to Erica on Twitter and then she called me a liar about it. I posted the picture yeah. of her <laughs> there, and then she said, that's not who I said. I was talking about his dad. They screwed it up. Why must you bully me? And then I forget what I said back, but then Cody replied because he saw my, me talking about it. And he said, I was part of the DiBiase posse, still am. So that was, la- that was only in 2008. That was a year ago when he said I that. I will tell you this much. I will lose a little bit of faith in AEW if they hire him. I don't think I could see him get in the ring. But what about like a no. backstage interviewer? No. Right. Not even a backstage interviewer? I don't want Ted DiBiase Jr. going anywhere near their product. If they want any sort of excitement or any enthusiasm whatsoever imbued into the product, they're not going to hire that guy. Well, that guy was a wet sock. If it makes you feel any better, it looks from, – from from everything I've seen, it seems like he's very happy If that happy guy got a job life. in Ryback, he's, he's he happy being a cat Yeah, wrestler. he seems like very happy with his life outside of wrestling now. Yeah, okay. And, all right. <laughs> He's Uncle Buck now. Yeah. Um, uh, but Uncle I, Bucks. But, but I, yeah, so I, but I had wondered that. I, I could see them doing, finding something for him to do there. Even if it's backstage, behind the scenes, something like that, because he grew up in the industry too. I, I've been wondering the same thing if he was going to get involved at all. No, I don't want it. But I do think Ty Dillinger and Tyler Breeze will be the two first people that. I should, should say first. But I feel like when their contracts are up, if WWE doesn't offer them a ton of money, which who knows if they would, but um, they I, might, they might just now just to be dicks, yeah, they you know, just to they be dicks to all wrestling. Um, but I think that those two seem like I, they're very close with Cody, so I can see those two being ones that are interesting. Victor and Connor, are they close to Cody? Well, they were part of the Stardust thing. They were. I forgot about that. They, they, what, they may have become what were friends. They called? What was that whole uh, the the tri- triad? No, uh, cosmic cosmic something. It was Cosmic, cosmic Wasteland. Something. It was the Cosmic Wasteland. Oh, I can't believe I pulled that, that up. That was good. That was good. It was the Cosmic. By good the way, there, that was some of the fun, more fun things I got to work on. Was because I got to I, I got to do some of the sh- the shoots with Cody and the yeah. and the Ascension. Those were fun. Yeah, like he was just going like I like he was like even though sometimes Cody has a very like. Depending on the time of day that you talk to Cody, he either likes or dislikes Stardust. I've always been a Stardust fan. I liked it. I liked it. I think if they really gave it a shot and really pushed it, 
I think it could have worked. Yeah, it got lame quickly because they just lost they didn't interest. Give it, yeah, yeah, they lost interest. Yeah. It wasn't for no, the lack of trying. But I, I liked when he was like when he first started when he was like when he was doing when they would do the promos like with the globe that like with, with electricity go. Ooh, and he would like touch it like that shit was great or when I he went it. off on Dusty or yeah he, like, he used to stand up on the re- the thi- on the wall you know I like yeah it that when he would like during his entrance yeah. he would go on the barricade yeah I like that and I loved his theme song me too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay before we get out of here um, wait real fast is there anything all elite wrestling related that I didn't bring up jeez that's all we talked about I know I didn't expect that TV deal Jericho Jericho said that he wasn't just to, for for clarification Jericho said that he told Vince McMahon about it beforehand yeah. that he was signing so he didn't blind, blindside him um, we didn't really get into the merch stuff but I mean like I believe my story. I believe those guys. I don't think they were lying to me. I, it's it's, but it is what it is. Uh, but lastly, because we only have ten minutes, ten minute light just came on in here. Um, Hulk Hogan. Okay. What did you guys think about it? I was underwhelmed by the segment. I kind of felt like you know I, I watched it after you guys had already said a thousand things in our text thread, <laughs> which is fine. That's typically how I watch it, anyways. Yeah. I, I don't care about spoilers in any regard. Yeah, unless it's like Game of Thrones final episode or something like that. But um, but like I I you know, I'll say a couple things about it. I agree with you. I don't I don't like that they trotted him out without ever really. Shining a spotlight or giving some time to what happened. Address the elephant in the room. I will also add. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Wait, real fast. Let him fit. Let oh, him I'm sorry. Him. I'm, I'm sorry. Just the only other thing I was going to say was like, um, it was sad for the wrong reasons. Um, it was sad because when I, I looked at Hogan, I saw a really broken man. Um, and I'm not saying that like, oh, I'm so sad for Hogan. Did you freak out when he took his sunglasses off? Yeah, a little bit. And not only that, but like, he took his sunglasses off and he broke character. And 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 there's two things about it. I his ju- shoulders went down. He, well, his whole physique is is getting older, and and it's clear. And that's that's nature. There's yeah, no way, there's no way to maintain. Dude, yeah. he's, he's old. He's old as, as hell now. No, I'm saying but, like when he came out doing the pointing, and then when he took his glasses, it's like his shoulders dropped. Yeah. yeah. And 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 the other thing I will say is that um, I do believe that. He um, that he did like everything he said about Mean Gene outside of the wrestling match with Macho Man and Mr. Perfect. Um, I believe that he d- genuinely loved Mean Gene and understands that Mean Gene was a crucial part of his fame and fortune. Yes. Um, however, there's always an aspect of Hulk Hogan where I'm like, I just don't know if I believe what you're saying, though. I don't know if I believe that you truly feel what you're saying right now because you've also been Hulk Hogan for so long that I know that as much as there's a real person behind it, I also know that this is a persona. Even when he's like, I'm taking this off right now, it's like you're still performing, though. You're still I, there's still yeah. a performance. So like for so there was, it, it felt a little not disingenuous, and maybe that's just because like he never really came out and addressed the elephant in the room. But I I, I definitely I didn't walk away from that segment being like Hulk's back, and I lo- and. You guys know I love Hogan. Yeah, you're a I, I, really, I, re- I am and will be till I die. It doesn't dissuade, you know, or say try and cover up anything they did. It's not about that. But. Do you think it was 100% unscripted? No. You think people will, he he worked on that with people and I think that the tag I think the part where he started listing all the names and stuff, yeah, because dude dude forgot what well, venue he was at it. What about the 30. like Taking off the glasses now, I'm out of character. Brian I don't thing. know. I, no, I, I know. I, I, think, know. What do you I think, think. I think that they. I think it was all. 
I don't think every single thing he said was planned, but I think that there were probably beats that they were sticking to and everything. And that's I think, how I feel, too. Like, I mean, which, to some extent, that's a classic wrestling promo, though. It's like, here are the beats that you need to hit. Go out there and do it. Like, knock us out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that there probably was something old school about it in, in terms of how they let him go out there. They're not going to script every single heartfelt thing that he said, because, like, at the end of the day, that would only be disingenuous. This is uh, uh, my thing about this whole thing with Hogan, and I, I'm signing with, I signed with Eli a lot of this stuff. I would love to get Hogan back fully. Like, like no strings attached. Like, like back how things used to be. But yeah. unfortunately, it's not. No. And I, as time goes on and more appearances happen with him, I'm not so much getting mad at him. I'm getting mad at WWE. Yeah. Because I really feel like we could have, if the first time Hogan came back, he went in the ring and just apologized. I think that would have been enough. Yeah. I think even, if they, even if they did, rolled him out, did that, and didn't bring him back for a little bit after that, but they let that kind of get, put that out in the ether, put some put some genuine heartfelt reaction. I'm just reaction. curious why they won't. Why they won't? Well, I know the answer to that. It's because it, it tarnishes the whole Kogan brand. If the, it, it, it it makes them look like they're promoting a racist, if the guy comes out and says, "Hey, no," if the guy comes out and says, if Hulk Hogan comes out and says, "Look, it, I let you guys down. I was a hero." Um, and I was a hero to a lot of you and to a large portion of you. I let you down in a, in a weak moment, and I'm sorry, and I will spend the rest of my life making that up to all of you, um, something like that. Then that's, that's Hulk Hogan admitting he's not the hero that WWE has built him up to the same beat. reason why he still hasn't admitted that he took steroids on the Arsenio Hall show? Exactly. It's like it's, it, 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 it – it, Takes him down a peg from where he's I, get, at. I get that, They're, you know, because like right away after the appearance, they were selling new, you know, Hulkamania shirts it, and stuff like that. He could that. be taken down a peg in the mainstream eye, but in wrestling, coming mm. out there and and saying that because let's 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 even though I don't think it's possible, let's say that there is ten percent of people who are unaware that any of that happened with Hulk Hogan and still fucking love that guy. They're gonna hear like what. what what are you talking about? Yeah. What did or there's those little kids who also don't know, and they're like, "Wait, we know who Hulk Hogan is. What's that thing Hulk Hogan did?" And they go Google it, and they start seeing all those N word things. Like, Hulk Hogan porno, you know, like that kind of stuff. So I think that's what I think is the reason is because it it it, it, it there are and let's be honest, there is a portion of the crowd who it's not a big deal to, and if he comes out and goes like, "I'm sorry," they but go then like, "Tell me oh, why Hulk Hogan is Hulk a snowflake." Exactly. Exactly. I'm also curious. It's not. It's very different circumstances. But when Austin came back, they made him apologize in the ring for walking out. For walking out. I'm saying, but I'm not saying that they. uh, It is a very like I said at the beginning. It was a very different circumstance. But I don't think that they. It would be similar to having Stone Cold come out and being like and and addressing his arrest, his domestic violence arrest. You know, it would be the same thing. They would never do that because it's like then it brings the oh Stone Cold. He's a white. He's hit a woman before. I I think that's like that's what I get from it. I kind of takes the the value of that. It could be, but also at the same time, I don't think that the status of Hulk Hogan at this point in time is very important to, to WWE. I mean, I okay, so Justin Barrasso for Sports Illustrated, he seems to I mean WWE gives him interviews. So yeah. it's, it's handy people off for him to write stuff about it. So sometimes I feel like it's a little bit of a PR vehicle for them a little bit sometimes Sports Illustrated and in, in the article it was like 
Vince, you know, people backstage feel as though like Vince McMahon. It was something along the lines of like Vince McMahon feels like the WWE is is complete when Hulk Hogan is 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 part of the company. Which I don't. I thought it was a weird thing to say, but I could see that being Vince's mindset. No, I, that, like, I I get it. You know, like like you know, if you look at take the Walt Disney Company for instance. Uh, you know, w- before Walt Disney created Mickey Mouse, there was uh, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, and Oswald was not a part of the Walt Disney Company for a long time. But then they welcomed back in the fold after they you know made that deal with Al Michaels and um, uh, Monday Night Football and everything like that. So I think that there is probably Oswald said some weird things about Jewish people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Oswald's all, he, best friend. And recorded him when he was behind so he wasn't, closed He was doors. gone for a long time. <laughs> but but it's one of those things where I think that Vince is more just like if you look at it, Hogan less as a, a human being who made a mistake and more as a piece of intellectual property that you want to make money off of. That's what Hulk, what Vince McMahon is missing. The exactly. businessman misses Hulk Hogan, not the the human being that might live inside of Vince McMahon. That's how I look at it. Is it's, that he, Vince McMahon looks at wrestlers as independent revenue streams. Yeah. Yes. And Vin- and Hulk Hogan coming out and saying, "Hey guys, I'm sorry I said I was a racist." brings that revenue stream. Here's down. my here's my question. How big of a revenue stream is Hulk Hogan at this point? That you would still more than you think. Really? Like I mean, I like I There were a lot of Hulkamania shirts in that crowd. I, I saw a lot in that crowd too, but it's probably cuz they also started selling those sh- shirts as well. I'd just be curious to know, it'd be interesting to find out kind of what the breakdown is, like top 10 and see where or see top top I mean, Fifty and enough see to where is. he can still have his beach shop in business. No, I, I, yes, for sure. Hulk Hogan is like, but I'm just saying in terms of like, and that's Hulk Hogan's sales device. That that's all he's got is Hulk Hogan. Vince McMahon has how much Vince McMahon is making from Hulk Hogan. Exactly. That's what I'm curious about. Is like how much yeah, money that's is he why, bringing? That's, to my the point, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I don't think if, I don't think Hulk Hogan's status and his well being and his good standing yeah, is tra- as important as many people would think. But if you're trying to build it back up after all this time, yeah. Why well, would, that well, I, 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 I'm speaking as someone who thinks he should do it too. I'm just speaking from business and what I would assume Vince McMahon's mindset is is like, why am I gonna? I think that I'm they just. To, I think I'm they, trying to bring that revenue stream again, back. This is, they, you know what they may is if they just keep sprinkling him in every once in a while, and just keep the years go on, it may go away. Hey, uh, let me ask you it's this: going to go away. How many people are still complaining about them going to Saudi Arabia? Nobody's talking about that's that. very true. And how many people were talking about it beforehand? Everybody, Everybody was talking. Everybody was talking. How about many it. people were talking about Chris Benoit ten years ago? Everybody was talking about Benoit. When's the last time you heard anybody talk about Benoit who wasn't like on Instagram being like still the greatest of all time? Give him the Hall of Fame. He said, still, you separate the man from the wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the worst thing ever. Like, say they did. (laughs) Say they were. Say they would. They should have a Hall of Shame. And they should induct him as the first member of the Hall of Shame. No, like, say they did. First off, who's going to be brave enough to go up and do that? Like, do the speech? Jericho. He would do it. I was going (laughs) to say Kevin Sullivan, maybe. Oh, no. Okay, everyone. On that note. Uh, Jay, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at J-A-M-I-E <laughs> underscore I-O-V-I-N-E or on Instagram at J-A-M-I-E-I-O-V-I-N-E or every two weeks at the Championship Wrestling from Hollywood tapings. Um, our but next... weekly on KDOC. Yeah, and weekly at KDOC or on the Fight app. You can check us out. Oh, nice. Um, and, if you, uh, if and you new time slot. New time slot, that's right. And I don't know it, unfortunately. I know it. It's <laughs> 1 o'clock in the morning. It's following, uh, following eyewitnesses. <laughs> What? Following the news. Yeah. yeah so following the news. Oh, look at that. If you like late time news, I mean late time wrestling after your news, then that's for you. But if you want to watch it on demand, it is all available also on the Fight app for free. And also, if you want to follow all the network drops, all the exclusive products coming up, follow NTWRK. That's pretty much it. What about you, Eli? Twitter? 
at Elijah Bates. Instagram at Brindlebeard. That was riveting. Sorry, I was reading my text message. Right I just, like, what do you want me to say? <laughs> Uh, you can find me, I'm at Ryan Satin on social media, at Wrestling Sheet uh, for the website. Re- ProWrestlingSheet.com is where you can find all the stories, all the latest updates on everything going on. Uh, and follow us. Got a little sidetracked my own thing there. That last text message I got, I was reading, through my mind off. Eric YouTube- sending boobs. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's the YouTube channel. That's where you can find all the stuff we're doing. Uh, you can see the list I put on there of 10 wrestlers. All Elite Wrestling should sign, which included Ryback that we referred to. Stupid! Uh, you can find uh, the press conference interviews that I was referring to as well that, happened, that took place after the All Elite Wrestling rally. You can find the Raw and SmackDown recaps that we do every week here with myself and John Roca. You can find a bunch of other stuff on there as well. So make sure you subscribe. Uh, If you're watching already on there, hello, hi, thank you for watching this way. I appreciate it. But please, uh, if you're not subscribed already, do it. Uh, The subscribe button is down there. It helps me out a lot. It helps keep the light on. Lights, there's not one light, lights, plural, on here. So please uh, go subscribe there. Leave a comment. Uh, share it on social media. Let people know you enjoy the show. Uh, the more you spread the word, the more people listen, the more it helps us out, the more it makes it so I can do more of this stuff. So please, please keep sharing the links, keep commenting, keep liking, keep subscribing. It, it's very, very appreciated. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out. Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. When was the last time you thought about your batteries? I mean, that's what they do, right? Stay unnoticed, unseen, shoved in a battery compartment, and click, your stuff works. But you're going to be thinking about this one. Duracell Optimum, the battery that can make your devices work even better than Copper Top. Toothbrushes, faster. Screwdrivers, faster. RC cars, yeah. An upgrade without upgrading. So just this one time, do you and your devices a favor and upgrade to the power of Duracell Optimum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.